0: Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from
1: our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about night books
0: and sharp objects. Night books and sharp objects. Yeah, that's-that kind of flowed together kind of nicely. <laughs> what is this arsenal
1: we're coming up with? <laughs> I know. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Yeah, we're getting ready for the spooky season, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, before we get into that, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty Time. Yeah. Do you have some? No, I don't. Although, I did realize, like, I was listening to our podcast from last time. And I'm like, oh, I talked about Sharp Objects up top that I was, like, interested in watching it. Yeah. Because I, I forgot I had mentioned that. Yeah. So, well, turns out I watched it and loved it. So, I'm talking about it a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is the follow-up. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you ask, we deliver. No one asked yeah. me. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lots of people are talking about it. So, I hope, yeah, people enjoy hearing about, like, the food aspects of it. Yeah, So, I don't have anything particular for Tasty Time. How about you?
1: Well, I wanted to mention that Forest Fate is happening. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, so, hashtag Forest Fate. So, and I'm hosting it. Um, I need to, like, uh, advertise it some more <laughs> now that it's, like, the middle of the month. Um, but it's a, so it's a celebration of forest-related fiction and food so i
0: love that yeah leading into fall that's like a perfect i know that's the the vibes and it's uh, a good pairing coming after farming feast last month yeah (laughs) yeah so
1: um if there's any kind of fiction like game tv show book movie that has something to do with forests woods or trees or a tree special tree or something (laughs) I mean like Keebler elves, they live in the
0: tree. So like <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking um back when when you and me and the gluttonous geek did our um Yeah, David the
1: Gnome. David the Gnome recipes, that would be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah so I put I put yeah. mine up. so far the list is like mostly my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I've then, some and then we've got.
0: The, I don't even have to make anything new. I'm just like too lazy to go through my. Put stuff. the Slenderman
1: okay. recipe on there because he yes. lives in the forest. Oh yes,
0: I, he does. I've been live waiting in the forest. to see
1: that show up on the link list. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we've got ant drought um, from Fictional Fair. So okay, great, that's cool. And then yeah, mostly it's my stuff. <laughs> Because e- Ewoks live in the forest of Endor, so they're fair game. Okay. I ha- have an Ewok cake I wouldn't there. have
0: thought of that, but yeah, that makes total sense. It doesn't even have to be an earth forest. It can be a forest. Totoro. My
1: neighbor Totoro lives in the forest. He's a forest
0: spirit. Oh, indeed. Anyway, so, like, there's, you could really. <laughs> yeah, you like, can run with this. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, always think about,
0: like, um, yeah, like Snow White, like any. But yeah. don't get too crazy Grimms Fairy Tales, because next yes, month is. next um, month. Is. Yeah, what is Grim it? Grim grub. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Grim, Grim grub. grub.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, that'll be October's the October's theme. It. Yeah. So that that'll be exciting. But yeah, handsome Gretel. Yeah. In the woods, and so it could be double duty for this month and next month. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so forest fate. I always want to say
0: fete, but it's. I think yes, yeah, fete. Fate it's the, it's the French way. Yeah. But you don't have to put the accent in the hashtag.
1: F E T E, exactly. F E T E. Yeah. So, um, and then also, uh, I wanted to mention that there is a fanzine, a cook a cookbook fanzine, that is available as a PDF, um, and it is Eat Skate Love. Is Guess that what from, that is?
0: Is that from Yuri on yeah.
1: Ice? Oh my So gosh. Yuri on Ice, and this has been out for a while, like, I, I, I was unaware of the physical, um, so it, it was originally a physical uh, booklet, uh, fanzine, uh, and I was totally unaware of it, so I didn't submit anything, so this this all, like, happened, like, last year, I think, oh. and then, um, like, the physical rewards for people who pre-ordered it and stuff, and um, have been, like, shipping out slowly, but they've made available a PDF for 12 bucks, and all proceeds go to Action Against Hunger, the charity. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And, and we'll put a link on our website for this. But, yeah, it's, so it's not necessarily food from the show, but it's it's the idea of, like, food in the show, when we talked about it, um, on our, the, the podcast episode we did for Yuri on Ice, it's, like, very uh... It's just very much a part of the togetherness of all the characters. Yes. And so that's what this book is based on—is that that theme of yeah, eat, skate, love, like this, uh, the camaraderie and the love and the like the and the familial nature of the characters. And so like people, excuse me, people uh, submitted their family recipes or like their like from all over the world. So oh, that's awesome. I yeah. Love that. So I'm not sure how big it is, like how many recipes there are. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this, this is really cool. Um, so not necessarily food from the show, but inspired by yeah, inspired the, by the themes of the show. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's very cool. Yeah, that sounds um, awesome. And then I, and then Dragon Prince came out yesterday. You guys, like I mentioned it last time on taste <laughs> on like just what's hot coming out. Well, hot for me, but <laughs> so, the Dragon Prince is so good. I binged it yesterday. I just wanted to put a plug in for it, and there is a lot of food in it. So I'll probably do. Put the, put it in an episode officially sometime. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, the Dragon Prince on Netflix, and, and the jelly tarts. I did make the recipe for jelly tarts with dragon fruit in it. Dragon
0: fruit jelly. I love okay. dragon fruit. It's so
1: pretty. <laughs>
0: okay. Sorry, I got distracted. My son just like popped in and popped out. But
1: well, I was getting distracted by the Dragon Prince. So. <laughs> so get the hell out of here. That was your little Dragon <laughs>
0: Prince. And then my little Dragon Prince popped in and asked, "Can I have a fruit?" Yes, you can mm-hmm. have a free. Right. So one um fruit. one thing I wanted to mention before we, we get started yeah. is um yeah like um I'm in I'm in North Carolina so we're currently getting pounded oh, yeah. by Hurricane Florence although where I am get it's not too bad parents. so we're just kind of we batten down the hatches um but I just wanted to talk about like all the crazy like hurricane food we bought mm-hmm. <laughs> because like 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 any any you know good North Carolinian like we freak out whenever any kind of storm is coming and so like we went to the grocery store like three times to make sure we had milk and bread and bottled water <laughs> and like all this stuff and, like and how busy was it was it was It, it like, was cra- crazy. it was pretty yeah. nuts you know everybody was getting all their hurricane stuff and then also um I took the girls with me so like we also came out of the store with like Doritos pumpkin pie <laughs> we got octopus oh, again wow. Because I made I made octopus Octopus for the Slenderman dish and um, and Ella didn't get to eat it because she was at her mom's house. So we got it so I can make it again (laughs) for her because she really Mm -hmm. wanted to try it. So I've got octopus to cook during the hurricane and like I don't know maybe if it floods I can go fish my own. But like (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so I got like all kinds of hurricane goodies in the house. That's cool. Wow, octopus and
1: pumpkin pie. In a storm. Yeah, yeah I mean, it makes
0: uh, <laughs> total sense. I don't know, we didn't, like, we didn't menu plan by any means, but, like, we did, like, oh, That's that fun. looks good, that looks good, and, like, just picked yeah. it up because I'm just thinking, okay, I'm not going to be able to leave the house for three days and cooped up with four kids. Let me at least, like, shove some yeah. food in their mouth. <laughs> so, but, yeah, we've been doing all the storm stuff. We've been, like, playing board games and, you know, just, I don't yeah, know. Nice. Hopefully it won't get bad, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I remember growing up at the farm... Like, we're out in the country, and so, like, if there was ever a big storm and we lost electricity and stuff, yeah, it was very atmospheric, and we'd, like, light candles everywhere, and then, like, we'd have to go down to the stream to, like, get water to flush, oh my gosh. to put in the commode and, like, to flush the toilets and yeah. stuff, or, like, to boil water and stuff. Like, <laughs> man, that sounds like like I lived in another...
0: Century, but I know it does. That sounds awesome. I, I, well, yeah, I every time you talk century, about like, but. well, yeah, still. <laughs> every time you talk about like growing up on a farm, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like oh, so jealous.
1: But yeah, but but I remember the. like do like the atmosphere of the storm time, like when it's storming and you lose power or something. Like, that's that kind of fun?
0: Yeah, there's
1: like a coziness and like an excitement to it. Like.
0: Yeah, like we're having fun rain, yeah. not scary rain right now, so it's yeah. it's it's good. <laughs> so, yes. But like I said, in different parts of the state, they're having like really bad flooding. So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not great everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But on that happy note, um, let's get into our topic. So I think you're first this week.
1: Yeah. So I'm talking about. Night Books, (laughs) which is a book. (laughs) I know, it's book. what is this mysterious (laughs) thing? Night Books. We're talking about
0: blue books. Um, We're talking about, I don't know, (laughs) long (laughs) books. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Night Books. Books of of the Night. Yeah, so the title is simply Night Books, and it's all one word. It's by J.A. White, who is also the author of the Thickety series... Um, and that's a four book series uh, that finished last year so this is his offering of this year it came out July 24th 2018 and this is a middle grade book so geared towards um, like the age group like just under young adult or teens so like tweens, preteens that age group and
0: me (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> know because the ever, ever tween ever tween Diana yeah every,
1: ever tween that sounds like ever tween. yeah I like that okay so and that does mean that I'm very awkward too so that and that's accurate so this is as the title might suggest it's like a creepy tale. So I think Ooh. that you might like it, Carrie. I was thinking oh, about yes. you as I was reading I love reading creepy it. tales. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that you you would appreciate a lot of things in this. And also your girls, because you said that your girls have been kind of into creepy reads. Yeah,
0: they're... Or looking creep. for some. They're definitely creepy kids. So <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so this is... I, I got this book in the August Owlcrate Jr. box. Uh, which I'll put a link for that because I, it's a subscription box and uh, it's specifically for middle grade books and they do a great job like I've enjoyed a lot of I mean all of them <laughs> a lot of the books that they put out um, in their crate so we'll, we'll we'll put a link for that um, in case any of you want to check it out including you Carrie you might want to get it for your Goyles yeah. anyway <laughs> so
0: my <this>. Goyles
1: <laughs> your, goy- your Goyles um so this book is about a boy who is imprisoned in a an apartment it's kind of like well it's okay so this is a new book and I don't want to give away too many spoilers so I might how about I just read the summary is that okay yeah sure, yeah because back, if it's online the as the summary then that must be safe right like like i think that's fair game because okay. like most
0: people would read the description before they read the book yeah so, yeah okay. okay so this is i'm
1: just gonna read it straight off goodreads i hope th- i hope this isn't like cheating but anyway here we go <laughs> a boy is imprisoned by a witch and must tell her a new scary story each night Ooh. to stay alive Sounds this is funny. very
0: arabian night yeah
1: i know <laughs> This thrilling contemporary fantasy from J.A. White, the acclaimed... Okay, well, that's already said that. Okay, Alex's original hair-raising tales are the only thing keeping the witch Natasha... I just called her Nacha in my head as I was reading. (laughs) Only thing keeping her happy. But soon he'll run out of pages to read from and be trapped forever. He's loved scary stories his whole life, and he knows most don't have a happily ever after. Now that Alex is trapped in a true terrifying tale, he's desperate for a different ending and a way out of this twisted place. And the twisted place is the apartment that I mentioned. So that's kind of an interesting take. This modern spin on the Scheherazade story is perfect for fans of Coraline and a tale dark and grim. With interwoven tips on writing with suspense, adding in plot twists, hooks, interior logic, and dealing with writer's block... This is the ideal book for budding writers and readers of delightfully just dark enough tales. So there are a couple of different aspects to this book. Uh, so as, it, as was mentioned in this summary, there's a lot about writing. So the theme for the August Alcrate Jr. box was Storytellers Toolkit and so this book fits perfectly in there and then also because it's like a creepy book it goes along with like this, the fall and like Halloweeny vibes we're all grabbing for. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there there was a lot of cool like writing advice and motivation uh, in here because the main character Alex, he is a writer, and that's actually part of his problem at the very beginning of the book. Like like um, in the in the beginning of the book, you you meet him like he's suddenly leaving his apartment at night and he has a backpack with, full of something that he is trying to get rid of. And so he is like sneaking down to the boiler room down in the basement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but he doesn't, he doesn't make it because the elevator stops him on the fourth floor and it won't go anywhere else. And so he gets off about to take the stairs down but he is tempted by an apartment down the hall. So Alex is a unique kid in that he loves. Well, I don't know really how unique it is. I mean, he thinks he's an oddball, an outcast, but I mean, he loves creepy things. I think that's kind of I not think that, not that uncommon. Yeah, but, I think a lot of people. But he feels like that way. Thing. Yeah, I think. Which, like, yeah, which is like the, the part of his. You know, character arc, um, and so, but I, but I immediately thought of you because this all happens in the beginning. You know, it, it happens quickly, like getting into the meat of the story. Um, but I thought of you because he thinks he hears Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> like down the hall, and that's like his kind of like his comfort movie. Nice, the old black and white. Yeah, You're coming and, to get you,
0: Barbara.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, classic. <laughs> he, yeah. So that that's what draws him to the apartment and then and then he smells pumpkin pie and oatmeal raisin cookies and yeah, and then a lady answers the door. He knocks on the door cuz he's like, "Oh." Well, he doesn't really know why he does it. Like he just he's like, "Why?" He's kind of having this like experience where his body is just doing this thing and he's like, "Why am I doing this? Like this is crazy, but I really want to like see who's watching this and like go in and like talk to them about it." <laughs> And so, and this lady answers the door and she invites him in, and then the story begins. Oh dear. Yeah, so there are. Beware so there are
0: creepy old ladies
1: no matter that? how many. I said,
0: yeah. but we <laughs> creepy old ladies no matter how many baked goods they have.
1: Yeah, well, she, and she's not even. She's like in her late 20s. Oh, So it's
0: that's, curious. No, almost. I know,
1: right? Like, what? I know mm-hmm. what's going on here. Yeah, so it, it's there's a lot of mystery in this book, like, unraveling. You try to figure out... Well, because even the main character, Alex, keeps things hidden from the readers, and it's revealed, you know, kind of piece by piece. Uh, and then, you, you know, it's the mystery of who is this lady that lives in the apartment, and the mystery of the apartment itself. And then there's another character, there's another kid who is trapped in the apartment as well, Yasmin, mm. And so, what's that mystery? And then there's a cat, a very strange cat named Lenore, <laughs> and her mystery. Well, I don't know if it's a spoiler. Her mystery isn't really explained. Like, there isn't. We don't really get an answer to Lenore. Oh. Hmm. I mean, we learn a little bit more about her, but so I'm. I'm. That's something I'm very curious about. Like, I, I, sh- I've tried to look into it a little bit. Like, I don't know if that is an allusion to another folktale or fairy tale this cat but anyway so there's a lot of um, creepiness there's a lot of like writing focus as well and then like you uh, pointed out or that you uh, caught on to was the Shahrazad, the Arabian Nights flare to this like undercurrent mm-hmm. um, and also there are other fairy and folk tales that you can that you get the the feeling of so it's it's really cool because it's a book about stories yeah, not that's just cool. writing yeah. stories you, but, we were talking
0: about yeah. him getting tempted into the apartment like that's very Hansel and Gretel you know yes. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay
1: so that's a very big Okay. <laughs> and, so it's like yeah Arabian Nights or, or I should say Scheherazade story specifically um, yeah Hansel and Gretel uh, Baba Yaga has that feel to it very much uh, yeah, so it's so it's very it's a very full and rich story, and it's even if you don't get all of the well and um, horror stories and movies, I think there are a lot of uh, allusions in there that you would probably get. Oh, that's that cool. I haven't yet. I but have it's to like, read this book. Yeah, it's, it yeah, sounds yeah. Really I mean, it, it's one of those stories where like you. You might not get everything, like catch all of the Easter eggs, or you know, um, allusions, or nods, or or just the flavors of different things. But you can feel that they're there.
0: Yeah, you're like if, if that I, makes sense. So it makes like, it more rich. I'll, I'll, yeah, sometimes I'll pick up on something. I'm like, I know this is an allusion to something. I don't know what, but
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it like
0: just it, feels like.
1: The familiar familiarity of fairy tales and and things like that, and that you just catch that vibe. Yeah. Um, so so I really enjoyed this book, and it has a lot of food. Ooh, <laughs> so yay. which which like in the very beginning, Alex is like tempted by not only Night of the Living Dead, but also <laughs> the pumpkin pie, and because that's his that's his cozy, like that's what is like deep down, what draws him. Hmm. Uh, So I'll just, I'll read a little bit. Uh, Let's see. She opened the door all the way, allowing Alex a view of a comfortable-looking couch and a coffee table piled with oatmeal raisin cookies and pumpkin pie. Across from this cozy setup, a huge TV played the black-and-white images he longed to see, Barbara staggering toward the farmhouse where she would be trapped for the rest of the movie with zombies in hot pursuit. Alex took a step forward, entranced. Yeah, mm. and then the door shuts behind him. So, yeah, <laughs> oatmeal, raisin cookies, and pumpkin pie. And then we've got—I'll just name some of the foods because there, there are some decadent meals in here. Um, well, there's peanut butter sandwiches and Fruit Loops. But those, <laughs> aren't, those aren't decadent. But <laughs> there's chicken medallions sautéed in garlic sauce, corn on the cob, mounds of mashed potatoes with gravy, lemonade homemade brownie with vanilla ice cream and hot fudge, honey glazed ham, scalloped potatoes, cornbread, fresh applesauce, sweet potato fries, fried fish, homemade coleslaw. Yeah, so there's like... Wow. And there's there's a lot more food. And then there's another um, cool food. Uh, Well, I thought it was cool. So I made two recipes for this. One is, I mean, I'll just say it now because... I'm talking about the food, but so one is pumpkin pie, oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> so I combined Alex's nice. you know, what his what his favorite foods are pumpkin I like pie it. plus oatmeal raisin cookies, um, and that was that was fun because well so I did like three takes on it. <laughs> I mean three, I did three versions, three tries. Excuse me, four tries. The fourth one was the one that I was very happy with. Um, and there's a trick so if you're using well you have to use pumpkin puree whether it's straight from a you get it straight from the pumpkin or from the can it's full of water like there's a lot of water content in pumpkin Mm -hmm. puree and so the trick for this recipe is to um, strain it or like squeeze it in a cheesecloth or a sack cloth to get out the pumpkin juice which then you can have pumpkin juice just put in some like simple syrup or agave syrup and have some harry potter pumpkin yeah perfect yeah (laughs) so you get two recipes in one um yeah and then i browned the butter it calls for um so the recipe um i used butter um but i went ahead and browned it a little bit because and that also is evaporates some of the water content from the butter but gives it like a nice kind of toasty nutty nutty yeah um and then, so that was one of the recipes that I made. And then I was really intrigued by this other recipe that's mentioned in here. I get off the elevator thinking I'll just take the stairs when I smell the most amazing thing, kusamishi. I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Uh, and I've I've discovered that it's spelled several different ways. <laughs> but uh, in the book, it's kusamishi, like M-I-H-S-H-I. Yasmin registered Alex's confused look and added, that's rice and lamb, or chickpeas if you're a vegetarian like me, all mashed together inside squash, cooked with lemon juice, mint, and a ton of garlic.
0: Yum. So,
1: yeah, so I was really... Well, and then Alex says sounds delicious, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and she says it is. So I was really intrigued by it. I'm like, what is this yummy-sounding thing? And so I looked it up, and... Um, and and this character, Yasmin, she is Syrian, or Syrian-American, so she used to cook this with her grandmother, so that's how she oh, okay. learned it. And that, So it's like, that's her comfort food and her, her favorite food. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to find all these different takes on it uh, online, because it's not only Syrian, it's, you know, in, in different countries mm-hmm. uh, in the Middle East, um, so there are different versions of it, and... Yeah, and so it says squash, but specifically zucchini, or uh, these, or baby zucchini. Some people call them cor- courgettes, perhaps. Uh, and some people say that they're different than zucchini. Other people say that they're simply young zucchini. Uh, but I guess regional. There might be different like types of zucchini. Yeah. In different like. Re- yeah, geographical locations. Um, but yeah, so it's so traditionally it's like with some kind of ground meat, um, often lamb and rice. So it's like a lamb and rice uh, mixture stuffed inside of a cored out zucchini uh, and then steamed for like an hour or, or less, like up to an hour. Uh, and with with like a broth of, some people do tomato based, um, some it's like lemon water, basically. <laughs> uh, so, like, I've tried it different ways, and I I want to try it another way. Like, I thought I was finished, because like, I enjoyed what I made, but I'm like, wait, actually, maybe I want to try it a different way. Like, <laughs> So, yeah. So I thought I was done with that recipe, but actually, thinking about it, I want to try it. <laughs> it's not finished. Always experimenting. Um, yeah. And so this character, Yasmin, she's the one that has been cooking these, like, amazing meals for... Mm-hmm. Natasha And it's revealed I want to open my own restaurant when I grow up Cool, what kind? Vegetarian, she said Mixed menu, American and Middle Eastern And there's going to be a baseball theme All the waiters and waitresses will wear uniforms And this is my favorite part Customers get a pennant That they can stick in the middle of their table like a flag Whatever their favorite team is Even Yankee fans? I suppose, Yasmin said rolling her eyes That sounds amazing Yeah, so that's, so that's cool. So she's a cool foodie character. Nice. And Alex likes to eat, so, you know. Perfect pair. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I mean, I talked about the, yeah, so the pumpkin pie oatmeal cookies are, that's ready to go, that recipe, so I'll be putting that up soon, uh, but I'll, I'll
0: try a That sounds more. delightful That's and something it. I would want to do for my fall baking. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: and I, what well, I was thinking of you, too, because it's all vegetarian, because I, I did the chickpea version of oh, the awesome. kusa, kusamashi. Well, cool. So, I'll wait till you got like, your final maybe, version because I might want to try that, too. That sounds delicious. Like that, yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah. So, I yeah, I really enjoyed this book. Uh, so now I want to go back and read his other series Thickety, which is also creepy, a creepy s- series, and there are four books um, in that, so, yeah, oh, and also, I almost forgot, I asked, I asked J.A. White, the author, um, what would night books be if it was a food?
0: Because <laughs> I like to ask authors that yeah. sometimes. And In fact, you have said, a whole you have a whole Twitter account that people can follow. I do.
1: I I haven't been keeping up with it very well, but
0: that's <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. Sorry.
1: Yes, on Instagram if, Instagram. At if blank was a food, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said that nightbooks would be a Halloween pumpkin chock full of every variety of candy. Oh, I love it. And and he said um, he said that he thinks that. Food is one of the things that links every single person in the world together. So he tends to include it in everything that he writes, and and he's also a foodie. So, so if you read wow. J. E. White's books,
0: you will find food. That's awesome. <laughs> I yeah, love authors so looking, that include a lot of food. Yeah. And George so R. Martin talks about food <laughs> all the time. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so, very cool. Yeah, I love that dimension, that
1: richness. <laughs> Alright, so that's Nightbooks. Check it out. What's this Sharper Objects? Because that's also based on a book, isn't it?
0: You said Sharper Objects. I keep doing that, too. I mean, Sharp Objects. (laughs) No, I keep keep doing that, too. (laughs) Uh, It's like no, my
1: objects are sharper than yours. I know, like it's 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 a
0: combination between I think like sharper image and Stranger Things. Like yeah, I I keep wanting to say sharper objects too. Um, yes, so sharp objects. Um, it's this recent HBO miniseries based on the book by I don't know if it's Jillian or Gillian Flynn. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say Jillian, but I could be wrong. So she is, um, this was her first book, I think. Um, she also wrote Gone Girl, um, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed that book and movie. I have not read this book, but the miniseries was fantastic. And I, I've mm-hmm. heard from a lot of people who did read the book that the book is good, but this was even better. Nice. Um, so I much recommend it. It is, let's see, it is created by Marty Noxon, who I was already familiar with because she was a writer on Buffy. And she wrote a lot of good nice. episodes about puppies. so I've been following my girl Marty That's for a while. Nice. Um, it's directed by Jean-Marc Vallée. and um, it stars Amy Adams as Camille, who is a journalist. She lives in St. Louis, Missouri, but then her, is sent by her editor back to her small town home of Wind Gap because oh, small town um,
1: story.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a very small town story, and yeah, there's a ton of like small town dynamics um, in in this place. So she goes to where she grew up because there have been girls, like tween girls, I guess, um, that have been one has been murdered and like nine months before, and then one is like currently missing. So it seems like there's like mm-hmm. a like a serial killer or something. So she goes to kind of um, I guess like write a story on it so she is a deeply troubled character she's like a hard alcoholic and um like a cutter too like i'll yeah i'm not yeah I'll, I'll give a spoiler warning up front like i'm i'm not gonna spoil anything because like there's so many twists and turns in this like i, I want anybody who wants to watch it to like really enjoy it so i won't give away too much but um Yes, so she's going back home, so she's kind of having to relive a lot of the traumatic things that happened to her as a child and, like, part of the reason she Mm. left. So she goes home to, as it is a very small town, her family is, like, the, basically the royalty in this town. They have a huge plantation house. They own the, like, pig farm, which is, like, the main industry of this town, and her mother is like the most Southern Gothic character nightmare mm. out of any story. <laughs> she, oh she she's terrible. It's Patricia Clarkson, so she's mm. exquisite and elegant, but vicious and passive aggressive and narcissistic oh. and just awful. Like the things oh my goodness. the things she says. Like you can see why like Camille is as just horn up as she is as an adult having grown up with this mother adora and she also has um a half sister who is 15 who is played by eliza scanlan who i um i think is like a relatively newcomer and she's actually australian although um you know they're talking with these like very southern accents in this show but um her name's Emma and she's kind of like, she's kind of like a wild child, and she, you know, so Camille doesn't know her very well because she's so much younger than her, um, Mm -hmm. so they kind of get to know each other as she's there, and then there's lots of people in the town, like, um, she goes and interviews the main suspects, and then there's a detective there who's also working the case, and so, um, it just kind of, um, the story unfolds around all these, like, You know very interesting characters a lot of strong personalities and you kind of get a feel for the town like she and it's told um like there's there's lots of flashbacks too you know so um the um the girl who plays the young camille is actually the um what's her name sophia lillis who was the little girl in it and they look Mm -hmm. so much alike so i think it was like perfect casting but there's yeah, there's lots of flashbacks. Lots of traumatic things happen. She had another sister who was very sickly and died when she was a child. So like the family has been very traumatized from that, and um, and it's very like there are flashbacks, but she'll always, also get just kind of like flashes here and there, and it feels very haunting. You know, she'll see somebody in a corner mm-hmm. or this or that, and like so much so that like from the first episode you're wondering if like something supernatural is going to happen because it's like um kind of creepy but like it's just you know it's very psychological um yeah so it's just it's it's not an easy watch like it's very it's very hard to see like all the things that have happened in her life and then the things that are happening now because like you know someone is brutally murdering children so it's 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 pretty Mm -hmm. sad um but it's like a really cool interesting story and it's I always talk about like the way things are shot and the sound but like like th- this is no different like it's very very cool there are a bunch of like um, like interesting imagery the girls are like roller skating all over the town all the time it makes me want to roller skate <laughs> <laughs> but like there's some like very cool shots of them doing that and just yeah very cool and creepy I'll talk a little bit about the food in it. So there is one episode in particular, I think this series is like eight episodes long. So there's one that's devoted to this like holiday called Calhoun Day, which was completely fabricated for the show as far as I understand, but it was like a kind of cool, I guess like set piece and gets everybody in the town together so like they can kind of interact in interesting ways. So this Calhoun Day is, held at the giant plantation house and it's celebrating how these Union soldiers during the Civil War like came down and raped this Confederate wife and tied her to a tree and then like she you know so they put on this play and tell this like ridiculous story there's like an uncomfortable amount of like (laughs) Confederate flags all around and it's just I don't know it's very like weird and messed up but during this Calhoun day There is um, lots and lots of food being prepared in the kitchen. So they've got pigs, of course, you know, are the the town um, industry. So, of course, there's like giant hams and stuff everywhere. But there is um, what is clearly going to be a pineapple upside down cake. So I'm going to talk about that Mm -hmm. a little bit later because that's what I'm going to end up making for this. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you can see lots of food being made during that. Um, There's one episode called Cherry, which is kind of uncomfortable since they're talking about little girls this whole time, but they talk about how they're, like, luscious and juicy and ready to take a bite out of them, and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. The detective offers homemade sauce and pasta and red wine as a date at at one point. Um, She goes to her... (laughs) <laughs> she was friends with all the she was a cheerleader in high school and very popular, so it's like kind of weird that she's like the black sheep now, but she goes back with all her her cheerleading friends who have grown up to be you know basically like wives popping out babies and whatnot so she goes over and drinks wine and eats cheese with them mm-hmm. um Her mother gives her medicine with a spoonful of honey she <laughs> says it's a little sweet before the bitter, which is like. Such a metaphor for, <laughs> yeah, oh for goodness. her because like her mother will say something so sweet and then just like the worst cutting remark right afterwards. Like, mm. ugh, she, she's a nightmare. Um, and then the last episode is called Milk, and so there's a um, there's a big dinner at the house that they're having. Um, of course, there's a ham. It's got pineapples on it. There's looks like a potato casserole and biscuits and green beans. And um, both the girls are drinking milk. And um, Emma, the sister, is dressed as Persephone because I forget why they're, I don't know, wow. this weird, this, there's this weird dinner. But, um, but talk about symbolism and stuff. They said they're having, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. She's like the, um, the queen of the underworld. And she says, um, her, her mom says it's an occasion. And she says, occasion means cake, mama. So, the <laughs> <A> cake <cake-tion. laughs> So, yeah, I kind of like that. Occasion means there will be cake. So, yeah, so there's, yeah, quite a bit of food in this. Um, and, you know, especially in that last scene kind of adds to the creepy atmosphere. Um, what I'm planning to make for this, oh, yes, and le- let me not, let me mention there's lots and lots and lots of drinking. There's vodka, there's whiskey, <laughs> um, there's amaretto sours, which which is what um, Adora likes to drink on the veranda. <laughs> so- hey, every
1: time you say Adora, I keep thinking about Shira. And I that's, know, yeah. That's
0: that's, that is her name. <laughs> I'm like, what a, like, I don't know. It's like the perfect name because it's like so grandiose and yeah. southern and adore. like blown yeah, out. Adore Ado- me, Adora Adora. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, she, like, because she's a narcissist, like, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's perfect for her because she wants to, like, mm-hmm. everyone to adore her. Um,. Yeah, so what I'm planning to make for this is a pineapple upside-down cake because I think that's very symbolic of this because, you know, pineapples are a symbol of welcome. Yes. So I think everything, you know, of, of this family is, like, welcoming on the surface, you know, but mm-hmm. then you turn it upside-down because they are an absolute nightmare. <laughs> wow. So I thought upside that would be good. down the... inside-up. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, but, on, but I'm going to make... I'm going to incorporate amaretto somehow, like either like candy the pineapples with that or I, mm. I think like put it in the cake so it'll have like kind of an almond flavor. Yeah, oh my gosh. That, and then yeah, I'm going to flavor ha- is so good. Yeah, and then I'll have some luscious cherries on top mm-hmm. that will be appropriate of this. That sounds great.
1: Wow. Like, and I'm just like, you're just, des- you're describing the show and like, yeah, it just seems so rich with symbolism and allusions and themes, and even just the title, like, Sharp Objects, it sounds like it's also describing the
0: people. Exactly. Like, yeah, so it's, it's a great title because like, like I said, she's she's a cutter, so, like, it alludes to that, but also, like, just how biting her mother is, you know, with her comments mm-hmm. and stuff, and then obviously, like, somebody's killing these poor girls, so it alludes to that. Like, yeah, yeah. it just, yeah, it has, like, many kind of meanings like both literal and thematic yeah well and i was
1: just thinking like the foods that you're describing and and it also made me think about night books too like this that yeah the themes of like how like food is in the story like as a as like an everyday like oh you know to make it more the world more believable and stuff like everybody eats and so let's have some food scenes, or mention food, but yeah. it's, like, it, it also gives that theme of, like, hunger, like, and what we talked about before, like, in the, um, fairy, our fairy tale episodes and stuff, it's the idea of, like, hunger and want, and even, like, people having not enough, and people having too much, and wasting, and, like, but it, but it's all wrapped up in, like, people's personalities, and their situations, and so it's that, like, Symbolism of anyway, like because Night Books is very much like that too, um, and it sounds like Sharp Objects kind of has that
0: that feeling of yeah like, want
1: and hunger
0: for right yeah because you know. I mean like like I said the main character is like she knows her mother's a monster but she's like starved for her attention you know so like yeah. when she gets like just a little piece of it she'll do anything she wants you know she just she turns into a little girl again and just wants to be loved mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you can yeah, you can definitely get that.
1: Yeah. Man, like I I'm really curious to watch the show but then also kind of hesitant because yeah, cuz like the idea of kids getting hurt and stuff Yeah,
0: is... that part is that part is not easy. Yeah, this is this is not yeah. like an uplifting thing. Like per usual, you know, I only talk about stuff that's either like terrible or like I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nightbooks also has to do with like child kidnapping and stuff.
0: Yes, that's true. But
1: there's not like I mean, so, yeah. but Yeah, this yeah, is not, particularly, this is
0: particularly it. brutal because, like, yeah. but when they kill these girls, whoever is killing them also, like, rips their teeth out. Like, Ugh. it's, like, after they're dead, at least, but, like, still, it it's just, yeah, yeah the brutality is, like, pretty bad. Yeah, but, but they don't, like, there is one, like, shot, but it's not, most of it is just about, like, the character you know it's it's all yeah, about like Camille and, then... and her you know uh just kind of d- having to revisit the you know tragic events of her past you know
1: it sounds like some of the characters are kind of like concentrated like like when you cook down a sauce or something like they're very like maybe the mom more so but maybe some other characters too or what do you call that just like caricatures but not, not or, yeah like that a, makes some more... or like
0: archetypes you know yeah like archetypes you could kind of i mean yeah cuz you but,
1: can... of course i'm thinking of it in like food
0: themes like yeah you could know I know you just broth. cook down a sauce i know yeah <laughs> and it gets I love a lot it. concentrated like <laughs> <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. but yeah yeah she's well she's a she's a flavor that's for sure <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> No, oh, it's very think. it's very interesting because like yeah, like the the murdered girls mystery like there's def- like you're definitely getting clues to that, but it's almost like a mm-hmm. backdrop to like the this family story, you know? Yeah. Like it's more about the family. Um, yeah, and and I do like I mean, I do like the attention that was paid to the food because, like I said, the um, the. The pig farm is like the main industry, so anytime there's like a big meal, it's always a ham. <laughs> you know, so. does somebody get eaten
1: by the pigs? Um, but no. that's probably them. that's a spoiler. I know, but it makes no me think comment. of the um, Hannibal. There was like a Hannibal episode, and that's the whole thing with like pigs. Now, whenever I see like that, there's a pig farm or something in a show or a book. I know I'm like, oh, no. it's Is like it's like gonna get
0: like Chekhov's eaten by pig <laughs> farm. Yeah, because I think there was um, like what it was either a snatch or a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. I think that's like a thing. Oh, too. did they all yeah. yeah, like on oh, no.
1: it. Yeah, people getting things. eaten by pigs. Whoa, <laughs> like Wilbur and Babe. Like somehow, <laughs> somehow they made it out from yeah. those gangs. Yeah, or like those Dor- like Dorothy balls in this.
0: Yeah. Dorothy Falls yeah. and the pigs and Wizard of Oz <laughs> so. oh my goodness that's
1: right oh that's right oh no now I'm gonna <laughs> think of what this is like one way that it could have ended it would have been a very short story short maybe um, and you mentioned uh, just going about like the symbolism and the food and stuff you mentioned uh, the episode milk mm-hmm. and the youngest sister was dressed up as Persephone yes but like well in the and on our last episode we were talking about pomegranates and like how much you love pomegranates. I but know. But that immediately made me think because in some of the versions of the Persephone myth it's right it's like the pomegranate seed she ate one yeah one little pomegranate seed and then that's why she has to stay in the underworld or I think or it, it was healthier. like three or three or
0: four because each of those is the months of winter so that's how many months oh, she oh see stay that down that's there. what
1: I mean like in the yeah. version that I read it was like just you know like one but then
0: yeah but that I like that idea
1: too that it was then that's how many months because she ate that many seeds but yeah and so I see and then I was like pomegranate milk what if you mean <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know, like strawberry milk, but it's popcorn. <laughs> mhm. Anyway, that's what think, you can wash your pineapple. Milk's very symbolic too, because and, like
0: yeah. these girls are like grown up, but like drinking milk, you feel like a child. Because I feel like mm-hmm. you know, not a whole lot of adults drink milk. So I think that like milk is very like childlike and pure and and yeah. innocent and kind of it's white the color of innocence so yeah, yeah. Know, well that ties that.
1: into with persephone too like mm-hmm. but like she was and that's the whole thing with the persephone is that she was basically like yeah kidnapped and taken away from her mother demeter like mm-hmm. and and that's why it became winter because demeter was distraught and looking for her daughter and so she it beca- the land became
0: winter and
1: anyway wow like i really now i really want to see this show
0: <laughs> Just to like
1: see, it I a highly bit.
0: recommend it. I Simulator. really enjoyed it. And um, I yeah. have
1: been watching those shows that are like a lot of them are like that, where it's a small town and then they're like teens or kids are missing and, and murdered. And that's like one happened a little while ago and then another one is happening now. And then, like, like so I've been watching those. they like a, a lot of them have been like foreign
0: ones or whatever, but. So this kind of fits in with so I, I know. Watch it. Yeah. yeah, it is. Like, I read an article early on that, like, because, um, like, true crime is definitely having a moment right now, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm super into true crime. Like, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I watch all mm-hmm. those Netflix documentaries that are out. But, like, yeah, it's kind of like a current fascination, and it's kind of like a sick fascination, because, like, we're getting entertainment from other people's tragedies. Yeah. You know, so, like, I am kind of aware of that as I'm, like, still, I'm still going to listen to murder stuff, but, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's I don't even like, know, what I, I we, don't even know what saying say, say now? I know, well,
1: well, that's, that's, on what that they, cheery note, I'm yeah. always,
0: like, leaving us on a clunker, I'm like, yeah, people, <laughs> people are dying, we'll post recipes, uh, so. yes, recipes, and, oh, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's the positive part of this, goodness yeah i gotta work on my transitions yeah nice nice segue uh we'll post recipes and links to anything we talked about on our website fictionkitchenpodcast.com yeah and you can find us on twitter at
1: fkpod and instagram at fiction kitchen podcast always
0: uplifting thanks so much for listening
1: (laughs) yeah we'll catch you next time bye
0: Um. The, so when she goes home, yeah. Sorry, I'm like talking all over the place. Um, are you excited about this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like me when I get super excited. I'm like, what? oh, cut off <laughs>
0: my like ridiculous. No, stuff. I'm caving it. No. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> I'm like tripping over my words. Um, Make <laughs> me feel your excitement. <laughs>